One, two, three. I threw a third chord in that time. Oh, wait, it's supposed to be country music, right? Okay, sorry. It's been long where you follow along. You've got people being mean and people using their schlongs binge along nashville welcome to binge along nashville this is uh cody lunsford and this is kelsey mullins can i tell you something real quick yep anything you play on acoustic guitar is gonna sound country <laughs> you think yeah i don't know if that's accurate what about wonderwall that doesn't sound country and that's the number one acoustic jam of all time. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, so w- this is Binge Along Nashville. Um, we're normally just Binge Along, but this time around we're Binge Along Nashville because we're binging along the television program Nashville. This is the second of our Nashville episode. So if you want to catch up with us, listen to last week's episode where we talked about episodes one and two. But now we are going to start with episode three which is someday you'll call my name it aired on october 24th 2012 and has an imdb rating of 7.3 which is down 0.1 had a 6.54 million viewers which is down 0.2 million viewers the summary for this episode is mo money mo problems yeah you think that's accurate kelsey yeah that's basically the all this episode was about was money problems. Pretty much. Um, okay. So we're going to start off with talking about Gunner and Scarlett, our favorite um, girl whose southern accent is a garbage dumpster fire. Right. Um, and then Gunner, our favorite weaponed named individual on the television program. Um. Today was the first day that I watched it with subtitles. Uh-huh. And they do not spell Gunner the way I would expect them to spell it. They spell it with an A. Yeah. I knew that because that's how you spell the damn name. <laughs> so. But gu- the w- they say Gunner, not Gunner. Gunnar. <laughs> right? I don't know. Gunnar. Gunnar. Uh, Gunnar and Scarlet are working on a. Scarlet. Su- Scarlet are working on a song and Avery, Scarlett's boyfriend, comes in so everything is awkward and uncomfortable. They're just like singing along like tension. We have lots of it. And then Avery comes in and they're like, oh, damn. Daniel, sorry. I really don't like Avery. Uh, just because he makes Scarlett so uncomfortable no when she's uh, around. No. Well, okay. His yeah, yeah. presence makes her uncomfortable around Gunner. And that's what makes everything horrible. Like, he isn't inherently the problem. We'll talk about an episode two where, like, she is... Episode four. Second episode of this. Where she kind of creates a lot of problems for herself. And is... But we'll get to it. Just... Uh, Just the whole time she's just like, Oh, I can't act normally around this boy that I I just... I don't know if she can act normally, period. Yeah. She's kind of a weird bear. Uh, Gunner and Scarlett are recording for Wadi, who is the legendary record producer. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're awkward, so they mess up their songs. But then Scarlett is even worse at recording, so Wadi just stops them for the day. She, like, messes up all her words. She just does things badly. Um, Scarlett storms out in embarrassment. Gunner tells her it's okay because he had a secret meeting with Wyatt and, like, Wadi. Wadi. I think it's Wadi Wyatt. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Um, him and uh, Wadi have a secret meeting, like, in the three seconds that I took her to walk out the door. And, like, catch her breath. Like, have you noticed how time makes no sense in this show? Yeah. Because it doesn't. Oh, oh. In the previously on Nashville, at the uh-huh. beginning of the first one, it showed the scene where Juliet and Deacon were back at the creek, river, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she went to take her shirt off. And I was like, she's wearing shorts and boots. 
That's weird. How did she get all of that before she jumped into the lake? Remember, I told you it was impossible. Yeah. And you disagreed with me. Because I didn't see how difficult her shoes were. Yeah. I was just like, no, it makes sense. But no, she wasn't wearing fucking flip-flops. Yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, Gunner has that secret meeting with Wadi, and apparently he still wants their songs. Yeah. But for publishing. So someone else would sing them. Yeah. Which, that confused me the whole time. They just kept being like, oh, we're trying to sell them to a publisher. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, so... Uh, songwriters will just like write songs and like a publisher will buy them and then license them out to see i knew that that would happen but i didn't know it fell under the term publishing because mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. it j- it's a weird word for it, it is i agree with that um so gunner later they're at the bar um i'm assuming the bluebird Probably. i'm assuming the bluebird uh, and Gunner tells Avery what happened. Uh, he's like, yo, Scarlet kind of chose. Yes, because Gunner was working there. Yeah, and Gunner yeah, works yeah. at the Bluebird. Yep, that makes sense. Um, so he tells her what happens, but he, like, is also at the same time, like, being kind of threatening towards Avery. Like, he's like, yeah, it's almost like she relies on you and doesn't want to chase her dreams, which is a little, like, it's, stay yeah, in your lane, it's bitch. Basi- it's basically, like, she doesn't want to step on your toes because she's yeah. done so much better than you have already. Like in an instant. Yeah. Um. But later Avery is actually like being a cool dude and he tries to help Scarlett not feel as much pressure about recording. He gives her a whisk and says, sing into this. Yeah. And love. then she's just like, I'm not going to sing in a whisk into the kit in the kitchen. I the water's boiling. Ain't this silly me singing in the kitchen? Um, God, her accent's bad. It's so it's bad. It's distracting. Because it's her storyline I don't hate. No, it's just the fact that like she's trying so hard to sound Southern that it just sounds like she's making a mockery of a Southern yeah, accent. Yeah, it really does. So Raina, the big star this episode. Big star. Big star. Um, so We're falling down the hole. Yeah, the, uh, the Conrads. Um, which are Raina's family. Oh, I'm having a hard time keeping this straight because her dad is Lamar. Maybe he's Wyatt. No, he's not. Yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, anyway, Teddy, Raina's Teddy? husband's last name is Conrad. I'm Conrad. assuming the kid's the last kids name's are Conrad. Conrad. But Raina James is her stage name, and she's nope. had that. I was right. It's Lamar Wyatt. It's Waddy White. What the fuck? Yeah, there's a lot of W's. But, um, like, Raina James, obviously that was her stage name before she got married to Teddy. Yes. So she just kept that. Like Faith Hill. Right. There's just three different names for one person's family. So it's a little hard to keep track sometimes. Yeah. No, um, But the Conrads are getting ready for school. Um, the girls are, like, eating milk or some shit. Um, but Raina is uh, going to take them to school, but she gets a call from Deacon. Uh, so Teddy takes him, um, and Deacon gets another call, and so he hangs up on her. We'll get to that other call in a little bit. Hey, can I talk about, before we go much further in this episode, as I was writing out some of these scenes, mm-hmm. I was just like, hey, nothing had just happened. Nothing <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, really into the show. Yeah. And then I was, like, not being super diligent about, like, writing down what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. But then I thought back and I was like, no, like there's nothing really to talk about yeah. there. Yeah, like stuff happens. But at a much But there's a lot of pace. other stuff that doesn't happen. Yeah. But anyway, Raina and Teddy are meeting with Joe, who is her money guy, and Bucky, who I guess is her manager. Is Bucky the bald guy? Yeah. Because John was watching him with me today, mm-hmm. and he was just like, he looks kind of Hugh Jackman in Les Mis a little bit, just because he's bald and has a beard and looks ragged. Yeah, there is nothing further from the truth in that statement, because exactly. he looks nothing like Hugh Jackman at all. I was just kind of like, I mean, I guess. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, Not even, like, a tiny bit. I'm thinking about it right now. That, that dude just looks like a dad. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. He looks like this character from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I will give it to this show. I like that they put realistic looking people. Oh, yeah. No, it's, pre- that's, it's pretty good about that. Like, yes, there's hot people, but like. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
Um, but so Raina and Teddy are having money problems, and the solutions that they're offered is basically take money from her dad or do the tour with Juliet, and she doesn't want to do those things. Do you think this season ends up with her just doing the damn thing, like just doing the tour with Juliet? Um, based off of what happens, I don't, but based off what happens in episode four, I'm going to say probs not. Uh, see, because of stuff that happens in episode four, I think they will, because they'll both need it at that point. But anyway. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, Raina and Deacon work on a set list, and, um, they're kind of having problems because Raina wants to do, like, big club bangers, apparently. What? She wants to do big, loud songs, and... Well, uh, probably because she doesn't want to do, like, romantic songs with him right. anymore. Right. But they are basically just doing dive bars, so all they can do is quiet, intimate songs. Yeah. Uh, Raina gets a little, like, uh, uneasy about it, so she dips out. They take a break. Um, well, oh, also, that would solve all the problems for Deacon if Raina went on tour, because then he could just play guitar for both of them. If she went on tour with Juliet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because Juliet is just up his ass. Mm-hmm. And he is up in hers. Um, Raina and or nope. Uh, Raina later is working on clothes for the tour, like deciding on what clothes she wants to do. Also, her girls are deciding what clothes they're gonna wear for the talent show at their school. At their school. Where the fuck else would it be, Kelsey? I don't know. It might have been like a community one. Do they have community talent shows? I think so. I'm not sure. My ear itches. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, her like assistant or whatever comes in and is like, yo, Raina, I got this check in the mail for you. Here it is. Or she's like, your dad sent a messenger by. Yeah. And which was weird. He sent a pigeon. Your father has sent a pigeon. Read a this. squire? A squire. A, a young boy in a <laughs> weird hat is at the front door <laughs> and he asked me to give this to you. And she opens it and it is a check from her father for $500,000. Which like, I would cash that check immediately no John feel john the whole time when we were watching take this, a shot go ahead what <laughs> no nothing shut sh- i hate <laughs> nothing. you go ahead. How, how many times do you mention olivia uh, during the podcast not many a lot no not accurate whatever audience well, well, at home okay. keep keep track listen take a shot i mention him because we watch it together because uh-huh. we'll watch it after we watch the football game yeah he spent this whole time just being like, fuck Raina. I hate her because she's just too prideful. Like, if I, he was just like, I don't get along with my dad, but I'd still take that money from him. Like, hey, thanks for the money. Yeah, but sh- the thing is, she's got plenty of money. Sort of. No, <laughs> no, because, like, they're having money troubles now. And yeah, they're talking like about, like, not liquidating their house, ha- taking out a loan yeah, on the house. I don't house. fucking know how money works. I so. don't know how banks work. Me either. They talked about, like, nine different things, like an audit, taking yeah. a loan out on the house. Yeah. Just taking a regular loan. Yeah. Extending your credit line. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. <sighs> I guess I'm going to have to figure it out. Because um, we'll probably both need money at some point. I need money right now. Yeah. Um, Raina tells Teddy about the check, and he's like, oh, like, whatever. Like, let's do it. But then she tells him about the insane caveats her father put on her. Which is like, you can't go on tour until your husband's campaign, until is, the campaign over, is over. Unless he, and then you can only go on tour if he wins. But if he does win, you, you can only go during the second half of his campaign unless he's trying to go for re-election. Like it's and just then you can only visit 15 cities or something. Mm-hmm. It was so... Or maybe and venues. I don't know. Right. And the only uh, album she can release is The Greatest Hits. And then Teddy was just like, oh, is that it? And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, like, no, that's a lot. I think he may have been attempting to joke, but... Maybe. I don't know. That's Hard to tell with that. Teddy's a weirdo. With that weird I can't being. tell. Yeah. Um... Uh, so the Conrads later go to the talent show, and Lamar is there. Uh, Raina tells him off, which she does every episode. I love, I love how Raina is just that woman that'll just be like, "No, I have a problem with this." Yeah, and I'm going to tell you. We should start a not only a binge along, listen to us talk about it, drinking game. We should also slowly build up a Nashville drinking game. And I think the first rule I would add to it is. Take a drink every time Raina. Tell someone no. No, Raina just gets in an argument with her father. Yeah. 
Because that's at least once per episode. See, I don't know if they're arguments, though. She's just kind of like, you have no right. And he's just well, like, no, very that's calm still an and argument. like. That's still an argument. It's I a fight. It's an argument. I don't know. It seems too quiet to be an argument. Well, that's not even how things are. This is know. an argument right now, but Ugh. it's not a fight. But it's a cash argument. Yeah, but it's still it's an argument. No, it's not an argument. It's a disagreement. No, Kelsey. No, it's not a disagreement. It's just my confusion. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that more accurate? <sighs> Nothing's accurate anymore. You're welcome. Um, so Maddie and Daphne, which are the children, didn't know their names until I looked them I up. I knew Maddie because of the last episode where it was like, and Maddie, you know, being with Deacon yeah, at yeah, the yeah. time. And what's oh, her face was true. like, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. See? Could have taken a drink there. Um, I only knew Maddie. Right. Uh, so they perform at the talent show and are incredible. They perform Telescope, which I'm sick of hearing. Yeah, they perform this Julia Barnes song, and nobody, like, addresses it, which is the weird part about it for me. Like, also, Raina's not like, good job, girls, could have picked a better song. They just not like, use that song. But I liked at that point that she was able to just suck it up and be like, my daughters are amazing. Right, because they're very good. Um, Raina... Is talking to her sister later over a glass of wine. Did you know that her sister plays the mom in Halloween Town? No, and I don't care. I care. <laughs> I've been watching Halloween Town. I know. Recently. I know. I've heard <laughs> about it. Um, uh, so Raina's talking to her sister, and she tells her. I guess that's very bad phrasing. Raina tells her sister that the reason that her dad hates Raina. There's a lot of hers. I'm having trouble. Um, it's like a um, it's like a discount rack at a uh, hipster store. Mint Julep. Do they sell movies there? No. It's a, it, it's but like they have $10 it's, it, racks. It's like a discount bin at a hipster video store. Why don't we just it's say It's full hey. of hers. The motion picture her. Uh, <laughs> I was like, is that... You said, like, oh no, you said movies. I thought you said, like, albums. And I was no. like... That is a good movie. Um, but anyway, so Raina's dad hates Raina's career because apparently Raina's mom had a long-standing affair with a singer-songwriter. Which is weird. It's weird. Um, but then uh, Jolene, which is her sister, says the two men... No, it's not. Yes, it is. Joanne. It's fucking something like that. I swear it's Jolene. Well, I know the kids call her Aunt Tandy. Oh, shit, you're right. There's somebody <laughs> named Jolene Barnes. Oh, shit, Barnes. I get... God. That's Juliet's mom. Yeah. Um. Okay, Tandy. Tandy. Because every time they that. were just like, Aunt Tandy, I was like... Yeah, I know that's bad. Okay, so Tandy says that the two men complimented each other and formed a whole marriage, which, wow, way to, like, definitely foreshadow the whole Teddy and... Uh, Deacon shit. Yeah, I thought that, like, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like, one person provides, like, the provider. Yeah, it's stupid, though. Then the other pr- provides, like, the passion. I don't it's know. It's stupid. It's, no, it, it is stupid. Yeah. But I think it's more stupid that he made a connection to his daughter being a singer. Yeah. And, like, yeah, taking yeah, it yeah, out on her weird. because he was just like... Like, she just had no idea about it. And the whole time, she's just like, why is he such a dick? Yeah. Um, later, Raina goes to her dad's office and tries to extend an olive branch. But then her dad says, you're just like your mom. You have no, like, you disregard your family. Uh, oh, yeah. You care more about your happiness than for your family. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I get where mom was coming from. Fuck you, dad. Bye. So take another drink. Um, Raina calls Deacon and says she wants to talk. Raina and Deacon have a heart-to-heart where she says that he basically is music for her, and that's why she can't let go. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. It's like, you and music, you're the same thing, and my heart's broken. Maybe another take a drink should be anytime her and Deacon have a heart-to-heart, because I feel like they get one per episode almost. Yeah. Um, Teddy goes to get a line of credit, but he backs out when he hears that they are getting audited. It's kind of shady. 
Because he's, well, I mean, he's already being audited. Real, if it was me, I'd just be like, I don't want to go through that shit No, twice. he's not being audited. He's be- No, he's being looked into financially. He's being looked into his by, by his campaign. He's not being investigated by, like, the IRS. Yeah, but still. But the bank is being audited. And so he's just like, ugh. And then he's like, well, maybe I should talk to Raina about it. Like, right. And then the guy's like, hey, no sweat off my balls. We good. <laughs> Gross. Is that uh, a phrase? No, it's not. Juliet, during this time, she's at a photo shoot and she's still wanting her manager, Glenn, to get Deacon on her tour. Glenn, again, again, Telescope was played in the background. Uh, and also, anytime Juliet says, hey, Deacon, you want to be on my tour? Take a drink. Glenn <laughs> also gives Juliet the news that her mother showed up at the label looking for her, but no one told the mom where Juliet was. Because uh, remember, she's got a shitty mom. Deacon refuses Juliet's tour again. Take a drink. Juliet <laughs> walks around an alley, uh, just chilling in an alley, and her mom shows up, but th- she's shooed away pretty instantly by Juliet. No, I people. think she was coming out of, like, the studio or I something. I don't fucking remember. It looked like a street. No, yeah, because I think they were, like, walking through the alley to avoid, like, people seeing yeah, them yeah, to go yeah. to her car. Right. From the studio. Right, so what What about what I said was wrong, Kelsey? Well, you were just like, she was in a fucking alley. Like she, she was, was. Like she was making a drug deal or something. No, like she just was walking mom. in an alley. That's all I said. Whatever. It made it sound weirder the way you said it. Like they were right. just amongst the crud. Okay, well, I'm amongst the crud currently. Juliet then is, <laughs> ready, <laughs> Juliet then is ready to record uh, her hit new song. Uh, Telescope? No, the other one. Undermine. Undermine. So she makes a phone call the deacon herself she's like i'll get this shit done myself and um, calls deacon before she calls deacon they're just like hey we've got 14 songs what do you want the other six to be and i was like that's a long ass album yeah is that her first album Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's gotta be like her first or second it's though. her second it's but not her debut but still 20 songs on one cd Seems like a lot. It does seem like a lot. Like, how many is on average? Maybe like 13, 13. 14 with maybe yeah. like a bonus track? Yeah, Kanye's had 18, but he's a crazy person. Yeah. And half of those songs were, you know, 30 seconds long. Exactly. Um. Yeah, no, that's accurate. Um. They may just be trying to get it to 20 and then cutting it down from there. Like, they maybe. may be trying to cut 20. E- or, like, or cut, like, five or six? This is where it gets confusing, because when I said cut just then, I meant record, because they say that sometimes. Oh. Like, let's cut a track. Oh, but okay. also, cut, like, remove. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Um. Anyway, we're in the weeds a lot this episode. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Deacon shows up to record with Juliet. She gets giddy, of course. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, hey Deacon. Juliet and Deacon record their song and it's great and everybody says it's great, but Juliet seems upset. She tells Deacon the song that she recorded was about her mother. Uh she also talks about the country greats and it seems the reason she doesn't like Raina is because she feels like Raina was handed her career because mm. she came from money. So yeah. we finally get some kind of motivation of why she's a jerk to Raina. We also find out that I think Juliet's from Alabama. Her mom is. Her mom has been living in Alabama, but I would think I w- I think it would stand to reason that Juliet is from Alabama yeah. as well. Um, Ju- we see Juliet and Deacon post-coital. Um, she talks to him about the tour, and he is hesitantly interested because you're not going to tell a naked girl in your bed? No. I don't like when the people have sexual intercourse on this show. Uh, moving Be- on. Because they don't snuggle. Shut up. What are you talking about? I wish they would snuggle afterward. It's cuter. Juliet's mom (laughs) shows up at her front gate and Juliet goes to handle it. Her mom's boyfriend had ditched her and taken away the money. So now she's trying to stay with Juliet. Juliet gets the security to take her away. Um... I can't even handle (laughs) you right now. Juliet's mom gets picked up for stealing and Juliet's manager suggests that it's better for her to stay than be a story they can't control. So Juliet's mom is going to live with them, which is not great for all parties involved. To round out the show, to end it, we have Scarlett and Gunner recording, and Scarlett is able to do the damn thing because she keeps looking over at Avery, who is JCN in the recording booth. Uh, Juliet demands an answer from Deacon, and he says, I'm going to have to tell you no. Lamar looks at old pictures of his wife. Juliet's mom is staying with her, and Juliet is very not okay with it. While at a store, she just steals drugstore nail polish, and some teenage girls capture it on camera. She steals one bottle. Yeah. 
the end of the episode. How'd you feel about it? I liked it. Yeah. I, I really like this show. Yeah. This episode was a bit slow for me. Um, so we had six songs. We had I Will Fall by Scarlet and Gunner. If I Didn't Know Better by Scarlet and Gunner. Undermine by Juliet. Undermine by Juliet and Deegan. Uh, Telescope by the Conrad Sisters. And Fade Into You by Scarlet and Gunner. So there were two new songs. Three, I think. Mm-mm, I don't think so. Oh, because if I didn't know better was one they had done before. Yeah, it was one they did at the Bluebird. You're right. I think I Will Fall was my favorite this episode, which was the first. I liked Fade Into You. All right. Well, we're definitely Scarlet and Gunner fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're we're fans of their music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They suck <laughs> otherwise. I like Gunner, except for... Yeah, I, he's I. I. It's just like, with close-ups of the show, I was like, he'd be so cute if he didn't have that weird, like, four-haired soul patch oh yeah he does have a soul patch it's like sucks. the most awkward one though like he can't fully grow a soul patch kelse no soul patch is good <laughs> no but like it's the worst kind right it's like it's it's the worst thing of the worst things exactly yeah um it's like a fedora that th- has it's a fedora on his face yes i mean that is what a soul patch is is a fedora on the face um, it's weird how soul patches and fedoras don't like go together. It's like peanut butter and chocolate. Um, no, it needs to be something bad. <laughs> peanut butter and shit. Exactly. Um, Kelsey, do you have anything else about this episode? I don't think so. I'm, I just really liked how everybody, like when everybody was just doing a good job at telling what they were bothered by. Like yeah, when Juliet, it was a very expositional episode. But like when Juliet and Deacon were like laying in bed after, like post coitus. Yeah. She was like, "At the Bluebird, why didn't you ask me to sing?" Yeah. And I was just out. like, "Fuck yes." I mean, yeah. Because that's how that's how healthy relationships are. You're just like, "Hey, I have a problem. Why? Why is this a problem?" Right. I'm yeah, irritated. No, I mean, that's accurate. Um, doesn't necessarily make for good TV, however. That's true. It was. It felt. It just felt very expositional. The show is very well acted, though. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty it, good. With the exception of you know, Scarlet. Um. So episode four, it's entitled "We Live in Different Worlds." Two different worlds. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! That's the word. <laughs> uh, it aired on October thirty first, two thousand and twelve, <gasps> which That's is tomorrow. four days from today when this episode's released. Um. Four years. Four years ago. What did I say? Four days. Mm, (laughs) Um, I, like, Kels, I have been up until four o'clock in the morning the past two nights. So I'm struggling a little bit. Same by pure accident. Okay. Like, I haven't been doing anything. I've just been, like, not able to get to sleep. Oh, mine has been doing stuff until four o'clock in the morning and then having to wake up and do other things. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh falling apart um uh, it has an imdb rating of 7.1 which is down 0.2 it had 5.74 million viewers which is down 0.8 million they're dropping like flies um summary juliet has a bad mom reyna has a bad dad teddy has a secret and gunner has a new secret agent boo were you struggling <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> Teddy has a secret and Gunner has a new secret girlfriend. But she's not a secret girlfriend. She's a secret agent that girlfriend. That reminds me. And she's she not actually a secret agent girlfriend. She's that just reminds me. A, she looked weirdly familiar yeah, to me. Yeah, because she's from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've seen one of ep- Okay, well, she's the main that. character in that, so you saw her a lot in it. That might be it, but like I feel like I've seen her in something else, like more. Probably not. Because I think she's just, I don't think she's been in a ton. What uh, was her character's name? Haley. Um, her right. name's Chloe Bennett. Um, so Gunner and Scarlet, Avery and Scarlet are in the process of making out on the couch when Gunner shows up to tell Scarlet that they got a deal. Um, and the way he does this is like, hey, we got a deal. And she's like, nuh-uh. And he's like, right. Hold on. Right. You're right. We didn't. And then she's like, "Aw, wait, for real? And he's like, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, it was three fake outs. And I was like, try less. What is she from? 
No, I, this isn't about her. I okay. was looking at the cast for uh-huh. this episode. The sister, Tandy, yeah, has a different last name than everybody else. She's probably married. Her last name is Hampton. Yeah, she's probably married. But how come we haven't seen a... Hu- I don't know. I don't know. It's just, of course, they got to throw another last name into right. the mix. Um, Scarlett and Gunner are given a tour around their new job where they're going to be writing songs. Uh, Gunner meets... Gunner. Jesus. <laughs> Gunner meets Daisy Johnson, agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, her real name is Haley in the show. I guess her real name is Chloe, but like her <laughs> name is Haley in the show. But it's Daisy Johnson, also a.k.a. Sky from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, Scarlett is having lunch with Uncle Deacon, and he offers her advice on her relationship with Avery, which if there's somebody you shouldn't listen to for love advice, it's probably Deacon. Um, Scarlett, Gunner, and Avery are all at dinner with the new crew that they're going to be writing for, and literally all Scarlett can talk about is how great Avery is. It was obnoxious to me. Oh, yeah, because at the dinner? Yeah. No, because I the whole time he was just like, this is terrible, this is awful, and I was like... Calm the fuck down. Your girlfriend likes you. No, 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 no. She was w- trying way too... She's obsessed with him. Yeah, but still... It's bad. It was still just... Ugh. I just... I don't like him. No, I mean, I it's, just it's fine, but she's also bad because she is literally obsessed with him. I mean... She thinks he can do no wrong. She thinks the sun shines out of his ass. Basically. And it's like a little obnoxious. She's like, well, I mean, I wouldn't know how to write songs if it wasn't for Avery. Fuck off. Like, own your own shit. That's probably not true because you just said you've been writing since you were a baby. Yeah. And I'm assuming you did not start dating Avery when you were a baby. Um... Apparently, so I I just got a text. This is okay. not relevant, but I feel like I need to tell you. Um, you know how our group has a fantasy football league? Yeah. You know how I <laughs> signed up for it and haven't checked on it in like fucking full five weeks? It, this like, is the eighth week, I'm pretty sure. Maybe six then. <laughs> Since I've logged in and looked at it, mm-hmm. Leela just texted me and said, you're about to win <laughs> the fantasy football game against her have not done a single thing to it since week three jesus um now i kind of want to check because the seahawks didn't do terrible i don't care this is not this is before i well i don't actually believe that um but yeah this is the four eyes podcast network they don't want to hear about uh football no i do a bad job at also checking mine because apparently my quarterback has a bye week this week hell yeah <laughs> that's how we do it um oh show. so yeah sh- it's obnoxious she's obsessed with him and i don't like it oh. afterwards oh. Haley asks everyone to go out but avery decides for him and scarlet see this is where i find avery shitty is he makes the decision for both of them mm-hmm. um that they're gonna leave Avery gets mad because she tried to help him and he doesn't need her help. He decides to walk home. The way he handled it was garbage. But, like, I would also be uncomfortable in that situation if, like, we're there for my girlfriend's, like, new job, that sort of thing. And all she does is talk me up. I would feel very awkward and uncomfortable. No, yeah, same. I get it. Like, stop being so obsessed with me. Um, Gunner then wakes up next to a naked Haley. Uh, and yeah. they are cute. Scarlett sees them walk out Again, of his apartment. Again, they don't snuggle. But she's sassy. And he said something super gross. He mm, he was just like... He she, said... Uh, no, she was just like, let's not pretend like it was anything that it wasn't. Like, sh- right. Let's just have this be a one-time thing and go about our business. And he was like, you know, if I didn't know any better, I'd think that you were a guy. And I'm like, that's <laughs> fucking gross. Yeah, that's weird. Not based on the fact that he's saying that he's seen her vagina, but based off the fact that he's just like, oh, women have to be emotional all the time. And I was just like, no, no, no. But that was the feminist in me. Yeah. I was just like immediately just like, I don't like that. No, I mean, I did not enjoy it as well. It was just. Ugh. It was bad. Um, but I mean, who is this show for? I I don't know, honestly. It's for... Middle-aged women? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, but I'm like an 80-year-old. Yeah. So maybe that's why I have issues with frivolity (laughs) and... Yeah. I don't know. Happiness? Mm. Um, (laughs) I mean, we do have a friend who 
claims that they don't like movies that are about the human spirit. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it could be worse. That's true. Uh, putting Mark on blast. Um, because <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, so Scarlett sees him walk out of his apartment and she ducks low in her car and doesn't, uh, like I, didn't even I don't know why that. the fuck she's there. I don't I, understand that. I was probably eating chicken wings or something because mm. I did not see that. Take a shot. Anytime Kelsey mentions eating food. <laughs> uh, Avery and Scarlett have a tearful forgive session. Scarlett decides writing is really what she wants to do. I'm sorry, a forgive session. <laughs> I didn't know what else to call it. Um, Gunner then buys Haley a bunch of yogurt because she liked yogurt. They had a meet cute with the yogurt earlier, and it's cute, I guess. Yeah, but like all that yogurt is going to go bad. Nuh-uh, she eat that shit. <laughs> but how many? Because he all bought like them. 30. She, bought, she eats six a day. It only lasts five days. <sighs> God, all that dairy, though. Mm-hmm. It's hot in Nashville. No, it's not. It's not? <laughs> I don't know. But, like, see, that's why. Not I, all the time. That's. Oh. That was. I got a text on my computer. Nobody else heard it. That was so alarming. I mean, it was an alarm sound. Um, <laughs> No, but. <laughs> but, like, it's the same reason why I don't like eating donuts in the summer or anything like that. Yeah. Because I feel like I, I like to drink milk with my donuts. Right. Then if I do that and then I go outside, I feel like it's just churning and then I'm going to throw up. Yeah, that's I can't, true. I just physically can't imagine eating any type of yogurt. I don't like Nashville. yogurt. I don't either, really. Um, so maybe that's our issue. Maybe. Maybe we're just like disgusted by the thought because yeah, it's yogurt. Gross. But you did say donuts. Kelsey, you want to go get me donuts? I kind of just want donuts. Could, is there a way to deliver donuts? The only reason I'm asking you to go get them for me is because Walking Dead is about to come on, so I I'm know. not going to be able to like leave. Well, I'm going to have to get food somehow, so we better hurry this shit up. Because um, our fans want to watch Walking Dead, too. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> They're going to listen to it tomorrow it's once fine. it's already done. It's fine. Um, what the? What? We're still giving you the full amount of content. You're welcome. Um, so, Raina. Oh, hi, Mom. Oh, yeah, your mom. <laughs> My mom texted Crap. me because she started listening and she's like. Crap. I, she literally. Crap. <laughs> she was literally just like, um, what's with all the shit and the damn and the ass? And I was like, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then I was like, Cody doesn't. She's like, well, I expect that from Cody. I don't expect it <laughs> she from She expects you. <laughs> it from me? I was just like, I saw and then I, like, changed the subject, and then she, like, didn't talk to me about it anymore. She expects it from me? Because she, I don't know, because you're not her daughter. I guess that's true. But she literally, like, just recently got an iPhone, so yeah. she has the built-in podcast right. app. And know. before then, she was like, I don't know how to yeah. find them. Well, um, it's definitely not like hanging out with Kelsey for the past five years increased how much I've cussed. No. It's not like that's what happened. No. It's not like I didn't cuss when I came to college and then I became good friends <laughs> with Kelsey <laughs> and some of our other friends, but mostly Kelsey. I love you, mother. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway. Raina sleeps with Deacon until she's woken up by Teddy and we realize that she was just dreaming about visiting Bone Town with Deacon. That horrified me because I was like this better be a dream because even though I do ship Raina and Deacon I don't freakin'. want her freaking 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 I don't know okay but yeah no that's good anyway um I was horrified because I was even though I do want them to be together I mm -hmm. don't want her to cheat on Teddy yeah that's fair um so Raina is talking to her sister Tandy <laughs> Not Jolene. <laughs> Tandy. Tandy. Um, apparently, Teddy is doing garbage in the polls, so Raina offers to sing at the next fundraiser. Uh, well, we see Bucky, who is, uh, I don't know, he's in charge of some shit. He <coughs> calls Deacon about performing at the country club with Raina for the fundraiser, and Deacon agrees to in front of Coleman, <laughs> the other person running for mayor. But I, li I like how he's just like, I'll do it. I don't care. I'm just going to play guitar and nothing else. And I do like how Coleman's not offended by it. No. He's just like, it's hard to say no to that family. I get it, my dude. We also find out that Coleman is uh, Deacon's sponsor. Like, is it, I would assume, in a sponsor, not just AA. Because he was on yeah, drugs, I thought, I thought not just alcohol. I actually had, like, a drug sponsor written down because I didn't know what that meant. It may just be AA. 
Maybe. And then he also did drugs, but he well, only had did he go to rehab for alcohol I don't addiction? Know, we don't know what he went to rehab for. It, we we it, know yeah. that he was on drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Um. So Bucky, or yeah, Bucky tells Raina Deacon is in. It's surprising to her because she's like, "WTF, whatever." Uh, Raina's at the event, and Peggy shows up. Played by Kimberly Williams Paisley. Wife of Brad Paisley. Mm-hmm. Um, so country superstar in her own right. Um, she was also in the movie version of The Christmas Shoes. You know that depressing Christmas yes, song? Yes, and I've seen it. And yeah. It's bad. She played the mom that died. Um, did you know that Neil Patrick Harris was in the sequel to that? Yes, I did. <laughs> um, so Peggy, Peggy shows up. Apparently she's an old flame. Uh, of Teddy's. Of Teddy's. Yeah, not Reina's. That could have been a more interesting envelope-pushing show. Yeah. But it's not. Um, so Reina is, like, not offended by this until later when she's like, man, all these other women would be better politicians' wives than <laughs> I am. But then Teddy's like, you dazzle me. That's why I love you. It's all cute. Like, she was a little uncomfortable when she was talking to Peggy, but not in, like, the, oh, you're my husband's ex-girlfriend. Right. How are you? See, I never have to deal with that. It, go, cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it, w- it was just very much like, you're here for my husband. That's great. Yeah. Don't fuck It seemed him. like she was in, like, involved in some kind of, like, political thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um... Raina's getting ready. She's a little antsy. She keeps asking for a cigarette just to hold it. Um, I liked that because she was like, can I have a cigarette? I thought you don't smoke. I just want to hold it. Yeah. I just wanna. Um, Deacon shows up late, which causes the biggest shit show because Lamar makes a comment about him being late. Then he fights with Lamar. Then he like says, sorry, I'm not your lap dog like Teddy. So Teddy starts getting pissed. It just causes a shit show for literally no reason. And then Raina's just like, stop, stop. stop. And nobody stop. stops. Um, Lamar introduces Teddy to the country club. Then he introduces Raina to sing a song. While she sings, Peggy makes a want to get out of here motion to Teddy, which is weird because his wife is right there on stage. Yeah, when she did that, I wrote down the note, is Avery having an affair with Brad Paisley's wife? Well, it's not Avery. It's no, it's not. I just realized <laughs> that. Um, But he shakes his head no. He gets uncomfortable because Deacon keeps like looking in his eyes, which is like, yeah, yeah it's bad. Uh, Raina and Deacon sort of have a fight that I'm confused about. Um, basically, she's mad that he fought with her dad and husband. She's like, I can't deal with your shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Teddy comes back to the house, and he also can't deal with the shit anymore. And Raina reveals that she's firing Deacon from her. Door. Yeah, he's just like, well, you can't do this anymore. You're my wife. And then yeah. she's just like, I'm firing, I'm firing him. And then he's like, cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 babe. But then, <laughs> asshole McGee, Teddy, meets up secretly with Peggy in a car. Um... Not even, like, subtly. Like, it's nah. just kind of on the side of a road. But then they, they talk about something they did dumb a few years ago. It doesn't necessarily seem like they're having an affair, though they yeah. probably are. But, it's, like, it's what like they say... It's like they've been doing something secretly for the past couple years, but it wasn't, like... It's not... You can't tell out and out that it's Yeah, there was no... Relation. Like, she never, like, put a hand on his knee or something right. like that to show right. that they were the affectionate. sexual of all But you know what I mean? Like, places. just those little... Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. It, they don't give you any hint. No. You just know that they're up to something shady. Yeah. Um, Juliet, during this time, a cop... Or cops, rather, appear at her house because of her shoplifting. Uh, and she promptly shuts the door in their She's face. She's just like, LOL, get a real job. Yeah, which is like, well... Uh, all right, Juliet. Uh, Juliet's manager, Glenn, is trying to run damage control and get her publicist to show up. Uh, Juliet's mom tries to get on to her because she has so much nail polish, so why do you have to steal any? Uh, she gets mad and tries to leave, but the paparazzis are blocking the gate. She's kind of, like, stuck within the house. Um, her publicist arrives and tries to get ahead of everything, but Juliet literally, like, just refuses everything. It's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, everything goes absolutely wrong with Juliet. The CMA has dropped her as a presenter, so she schedules an interview with Good Morning America. Good Morning America with Robin Robbins. With Robin Robbins, 
Um, we see Julia like working on her computer, like looking at her Twitter feed, um, and she has the worst Twitter page with the worst picture as the background. It was very distracting to me. I didn't notice because I was too busy trying to read like the tweets. Ah, I gotcha. Juliet's mom makes her a casserole. She's not. See, this is the kind of shit that I'm talking about. It was pink macaroni. Which I don't know what the fuck that means. It's because it had the ketchup cr- in it. Ketchup and cream cheese in so it. So it looks. So pink. I'm assuming. But it, it didn't look pink. It just looked gross. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so Juliet's like not interested in this casserole at all. She gets mad and yelly at her mom. She's just like, fuck you, mom. Why are you trying to be a good mom to me? Right. And then she dumps out, uh, the mom's mom's bag to like, cause she thinks she's like still in shit to buy drugs. And, but then she finds a baby picture where her mom is holding her. And then she just starts sobbing. She starts ugly crying on the floor and the mom's like, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, the publicist tries to prep Juliet, but she's resistant. Uh, but she still gets interviewed by Robin Robbins. She comes up with the most bullshitty explanation of why it wasn't her fault. She claims that she just put it in there because the she basket may have had a hole in it. Like she, she didn't want it to, to fall. It. She didn't want it to fall through the basket yeah, or something. It was, it was dumb. Uh, but then Robin Robbins is being a little nosy Nelly and ask uh, Juliet questions about her mother. And Juliet shuts the interview down immediately, which does not go well. Her uh, pub publicity team is still trying to put a positive spin on stuff but it's not doing well sponsors pull out of her tour meaning that it probably won't happen yeah which is what we were talking about at the beginning where yeah, they literally say as of now your tour is off which i think means that they'll like both come together in order to do it or some shit like that we'll find out we still got 17 episodes left yes we do Juliet's manager tries to quit but uh Juliet begs him to stay and she promises that she'll listen to him from here on out um she talks about the reason she sold the nail polish was because when she was a kid she used to do it and it made her feel like she could take care of herself she stress eats the gross macaroni and calls Deacon and then the episode ends with Deacon asking if she's doing anything right now, which I feel like is the worst ending of the episode because we already know they have sex all the time. And she had like a creepy half smile on her face at the end of the episode. Like we already know. It's basically... It it's was a bad cliffhanger. It, well, I don't think it was. I think it was a good ending because it basically showed that like, okay, like they're able to talk to each other as friends. Like she's able to call them and be like, hey, I'm having a tough time. No, but the whole ending is he's asking. No, yeah, it was. It was the, yeah. the writing was stupid, but I like the fact that she he was just like, "Are you okay?" And she was like, "No, I'm not." And he was like, "What you doing?" He's asking what she's doing so he can come and bang her. It's not a friendship thing. At I all. don't think Deegan's that much of an asshole to where he'd be like, hey, "You sound very upset. Let me try to get up in there." No, that's exactly what's happening. We'll find out. Uh, there was only one song in this episode. It was Changing Ground by Raina James. Didn't like it. Uh, didn't like it either, but by default, it was our favorite song of the episode. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Um, any other thoughts about this episode before we move on to reviews? I like these episodes. I like this show, but because I'm watching like two episodes a day, I feel like both of the episodes are one episode, mm-hmm. so I'm having trouble like separating them in my mind. Yeah. Um, I don't like these as much as the first two, but we'll see if that trend continues. Uh, you ready for some reviews? Yeah. These are all three star reviews, I think. From where? They're always from Amazon, unless I say differently. Uh, the first review is, I should have known better than to buy this one (laughs) by Nika on Amazon. I should have known better than to buy this one. Not my taste in music at all. I only love the city of Nashville, <coughs> so had hoped for not too much country and western music. Three stars. Hey, Nika, you dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's literally about country singers. If I'm just going to randomly buy a season of TV, which I have done before, mm-hmm. if I don't know anything about it, I'm going to at least try to watch a trailer. Yeah. I bought Shameless. I bought Dawson's it. Creek. Yeah, but that's a show you defo would like. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, another three-star review. Not what I was hoping for by Stephanie on Amazon. I really like country music. You and Nika would not be friends. Uh, and I enjoy relationships, and I do not know anything about the music business. The music in this show is a teaser. You get a few seconds of really good stuff, and then it's off to something else. I'm sure they are doing that so people will buy the music, but I do not like being manipulated like that. The relationships are smutty. And flat. 
and predictable. Sort of like the old-fashioned bad crying in my beer. My gal done me wrong and my dog hates me too and I smell just fine. And if you don't like it, you can kiss my songs. There is not one person (laughs) who is a moral, upright, stalwart, good and godly person to offset the smuttiness (laughs) and dirtiness of the rest of the cast. Coleman. Yeah. Also, I don't think uh, Scarlet's that bad. I want to have at least, or Gunner, for that matter. I want to have at least some hope that good will triumph. There's none of that here. There's no evil. So, well, uh, Lamar is a supervillain. Well, he's just a creepy dude. Yeah, he's a supervillain. So this is not entertaining to me. It is frustrating. Three stars. Okay. Um. Yeah, well, my, I know. My butt's asleep. Um, She's standing up. If since this is not an audio it's not a visual podcast so people right, didn't sorry. know what was going on sorry sorry uh so that has been nashville part two um we're gonna watch episodes five and six next week um yeah anything else kelsey that you have uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at kelsey underscore mullen you can find me at cody lunsford underscore on twitter and instagram you can find this show at binge along on twitter you can find our parent network at four eyes network on twitter and instagram that's the best place to follow us because you can find out when all of our shows come out including this one and mark and cody review the entire universe where me and mark watlington and also chad oliver permanent guest review things in the universe and by review you're asking do you mean that you give it a star rating or you give it a rating or like really concretely talk about separate things not anymore um it's basically us just talking about things Mm. and it's it's enjoyable it's fun uh, and then there's also Magic School Busters where Mark Watlington and Elijah Smith try and bust the bus and they tell you the real life science between Magic School Busters. So that is your Four Eyes Podcast Networking content. We hope that you enjoy all of our fine products. Um, and I think that's it for this show. Right, Kelsey? Right. Um, do we have a like outro thing yet? Like um, a sign off? I think we kind of do if you want to... Start that up real quick. No, 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 no. That's the outro song, but we have to say something before it. Oh, um, this is the outro. No, no, that's not very good. I don't. Know um, what let me you think. From me. Let's. Uh, it's got to be like something from the show, like um. 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 Mm, hey, audience! No one will ever love you, but us. Like we do. Like we do. Uh, here we go. There's cords in the way. You're doing good. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> okay. It's differently like placed than last time. Um Yeah, you do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, do that so it uh, we can get it. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Um <clears throat> got to make sure my fingers are on my frets. Let's try that sign off one more time. No one will ever love you. Like we do. Fuck that one up. (laughs) This is why I only play two chords. Binge along. Come on, sing along. We watch Nashville. For this season of this show, this is the outro. Binge Along is a Four Eyes Podcast Network podcast. Four Eyes for your ears.